Once again, it's ya boy John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the champ Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hey, guys. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty Sorry. good. Have, had a pretty good Thanksgiving last week. Oh, yeah. So did I. It was nice, man. <laughs> we, uh, we had a, a small family gathering, uh, you know. Very small. We we stick with the the guidelines around here. We have faith in each other's uh, you know COVID measures. Uh, so we had a nice little family gathering. Uh, you guys, uh, I assume, had the usual enormous uh, family travel ordeals that you have every single year because this is a perfectly normal year. Yes. No. No. Right. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Thought maybe you did. I don't know. Uh, just no. We were we were supposed to go to a friend's house uh, with a few other people, but they a relative of theirs wound up getting COVID, so they had to cancel at the last minute, so I put together a Thanksgiving dinner on, like, less than a day's notice. It's called going to the grocery <laughs> store, John. It's not that much of an accomplishment. But anyway... Have you ever been to a grocery store the day before Thanksgiving? It is a nightmare. Yeah, I go to the grocery gotta, store every fucking year the day before Thanksgiving. What are you talking about, baby? <laughs> like, oh. I don't host Thanksgivings. I contribute to Thanksgivings. Anyway, uh, it's it's the uh, post-Thanksgiving episode of Game That Tune. We'll be discussing mostly the aftermath of Thanksgiving 2020. Uh, but more accurately, <laughs> what we're going to do on the show is we're going to listen to video game tunes. <laughs> We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games with the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode. The winner last week was me. Last week's show was a mess. <laughs> um, it, was <laughs> it was recorded the night before Thanksgiving, so uh, nobody had to go to work. Nobody really had to do anything of significance the following day except apparently johnny who put together a whole thanksgiving dinner on short notice congratulations john i'll get you the fucking the turkey trophy at some uh, at some point um but yeah so we got pretty fucked up and my uh, my theme ended up being some nonsense uh games <laughs> games with hands games in which you're playing as a character who uses their hands and the only caveat that I really came up with was like, oh, let's just not do like gun games, you know? Like, no, you know, we're not doing Call of Duty, even though apparently some of those Black Ops games have like good soundtracks. Um, you know, we we don't want gun shooting. We want other uses of your hands or you know, famous hand users uh, out there. And as it has been pointed out in the week since that episode, that's many, many games. <laughs> There's a lot of games in which a character uses their hands. And, you know, I wasn't really thinking about it last week when I made that theme. I had fucking polished off half a bottle of Fernet Branca. I was sad about the passing of Diego Maradona. I was, you know, I was in a weird spot. So that weird spot landed us in games with hands as the theme. <laughs> so, oh, man. It's, it's going to be... I think this episode could be a lot of fun, because, again, games with hands pretty much means free play. Um, <laughs> if your game has a character, it has a hand, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like, it's uh, it's really a, it's a pretty wide-open theme, so uh, I'm curious to know how much, like, how much of a stumper this was for the crew, like... 
if we pick some really dumb games or if uh, if everybody just kind of went like, oh yeah, Mario's got a hand. Done. Cool. That was Fuck. easy. Uh, <laughs> he does use his hands. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew I, I forgot something week. about this... Super Mario. He famously has two hands. <laughs> this could have been so much easier <laughs> for me. Arg! <laughs> if I win, I'm picking my theme as uh, games without hands for next week. I mean, Johnny, honestly, that's no. the thing. I, you know, I, the only things that are disqualified on this are games where you can't see a character using their hands. So, like, <laughs> you know, racing games, space shooters, uh, games where you don't play as something with hands, like uh, you know, some, some sort of creature. Yes, puzzle games. Uh, you know, numerous puzzle games in which there are no hands involved. So... Really, yeah, I would love that, Johnny. Next week's episode of Games with No Hands would be fine by me, because I, I overthought this week's theme. It's like, fuck me, I, you know, I'm the guy that picked games with hands. They're probably expecting me to have some great hand game in my back pocket. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> would Earth I was trashed. This was a terrible idea. <laughs> would Earthworm Jim count as a game without hands? Because Jim doesn't have hands. he's just a worm hands, filling a his suit? suit does. <laughs> See, he did say robot hands were fine, but not I alien said robot hands. hands were fine, but David does make a good point. Uh, you know, the suit has hands. Jim himself has no hands. So, it, you know, it's tricky. It's the same reason I didn't choose Glover, spoiler, as the request, because Glover is just a, a living glove. He's not a hand. <laughs> so, like, it's, uh, you know, it, it, there's a re there is a, a certain delineation that, you know, you have to stick with, like... Um, so yeah, th there has to be flesh making a hand. Uh, that would yeah. be super disturbing if at the end of Glover, Glover just flips over and a <laughs> hand falls out. <laughs> oh, it's been a cousin it game the whole time. Man, um, ne next week we'll do games with fleshless hands. Do you, yes. Did you know hands. there was a storyline in WWE where an old lady gives birth to a hand? Cool. So there's that. I'm so glad that I'm getting into wrestling so I could really uh, get behind stuff like that. Yeah, so, you need to find the, the the hand birth. That's pretty pretty fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Mae Young could, is the lady. She's real could, old. and <laughs> can't imagine they could get that on a U.S. television, but hey, I'm intrigued. So anyway, we got five great games. We got a great fan request that's not Glover. I'm sorry. And uh, Johnny, we just got to jump right into it. So let's uh, you know raise a hand if you want to hear some really great tunes. Game one. Everybody.
All right, gentlemen. Um, so, uh, this game is a sporting management simulation that has uh, numerous references to 80s and 90s fighting movies, including references to the Rocky films, Fight Club, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Alright, gentlemen, it's about time to hand over your answers. You see what I did there? Oh, got to hand it that's to me. good. <laughs> Let's see, uh, Magnus, okay, Johnny says Magnus Paulson beat him up. Uh, that's incorrect. John says Chaos League, that is incorrect. David says Punch Club, that is correct. Punch Club. Oh, um, that other title. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, you know, you can punch with your hands. In case um, you needed some clarification on oh, how I came. Oh, don't worry. Nobody's, nobody's going to be asking if that fits the theme. If anything okay. fits the theme tonight, I swear to God, that the whole thing is off the table. <laughs> and like uh, the dude I, I has hands. <laughs> I've been punching with my feet this whole time. Yeah, you fucked up. Yeah, Jenny. That's you called did. kicking. You fucked up big time. That's why you never succeeded as a boxer, you dumb fuck. Yeah. You know, they have a special sport for that. Yeah. Kickboxing. Box. Oh. Kickboxing, thank you. That's the one. <laughs> uh. I kickbox with my hands and I box with my feet. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, did you get your ass kicked by Jean-Claude Van Damme at some point? <laughs> uh, anyway, um, dumbass. Uh, so, Punch Club. Um... <laughs> Sounds dope. This <laughs> Sounds game, like a club that I'm into. <laughs> it's pretty cool. You're like uh, this like dude that wants to get into like boxing, although it's not like traditional boxing because they you can kick and stuff. So I guess it might be kickboxing. <laughs> but um, all that racket on kickboxing we were just doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, my Foolish. character is most of his stats are in like punches. So I specifically made it hand based for the show. That's um, good. <laughs> And, uh, so, like, 
but your father is murdered, so like you're trying to be a boxer while also trying to figure out who murdered your father. You know, typical like action movie, boxing movie type thing. Exactly. You meet a girl named the Adrian. That, <laughs> the person that murdered your father runs a boxing league yeah. of some kind. Duh. Um, there's like this like uh, string of like thefts and stuff going on, and if you train your stats high enough, you can become a superhero too. Um, so you can go and like fight crimes and like, I fought this one dude once who had a, like a pig mask and he looked like Bebop, you know, I'm not going to like, he was obviously going for the Bebop look from Ninja mm. Turtles. Um, you have to deliver pizza to a, uh, a crocodile who wears a ninja mask in the sewer. So that's fun. Um, hmm. You can you go to the gym. You can work out on different machines, and they'll increase your like strength, your agility, and your stamina. And um, then you like join like um, the they have like a rookie fighting league at the gym. You can join and do like fights to rank up and get money. Um, you can also get like jobs. Like the two jobs I have right. Well, I guess I'm not sure if, if you get money from doing superhero stuff, but. Um, you do get money from you work a jackhammer at a construction site, and like, oh, uh, yeah. it'll build your strength and uh, stamina also. So it's kind of like a little bit of working out while you're making money. Um, you can deliver pizzas, like I mentioned earlier. Um, that's uh, you can you know buy all sorts of different food. There's a uh, like a gas station place where you can. Um, the guy's name is Apu, because of course. Um, out front of the convenience store is, uh, you can see, like, Jay and Silent Bob, like, rocking out to, like, a, a, a boombox. Um, so that's pretty dope. Um, so they're going hard for the you crowd on this. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, please notice this game. <laughs> hey, that's, uh, what, is it two? No, not back-to-back. -back. I was going to say that's back-to-back -back Jay and Silent Bob, but no, there was an episode in between. Still, it's okay. Um, it all runs together. Point yeah. is, we love Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah. <laughs> we we raided his ass last week. That's, that's right. That's why he's fresh on the brain. That's right. So, mm. You know, we make Jay Muse say "Game That Tune" now. I know. <laughs> so uh, this is part weird. of what we do. It's weird hearing <laughs> Jason Muse fucking from all these Kevin Smith movies say "Game That Tune" and like yes. he didn't like have a stroke or anything. Like, right. I as can't... I as I drunkenly mused after we stopped recording last week, like if you had told me 24 years ago that Jay Muse was you know going to shout out the name of my podcast during his Twitch stream. I would have had a number of questions about what that meant. Yeah. Uh, what are all these words you just said? Huh? Stream? <laughs> Twitch? Podcast? Me? <laughs> Shout out? <laughs> Nobody shouts anything out. They, they, they talk about it. Isn't anyway. he on heroin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this game looks pretty cool, man. So is it like... Uh, I'm looking at it now and it, it looks like... You, you know, just click vaguely... on stuff. Oh, okay. It's kind of like The uh, Sims, but, like, cooler. <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah, that makes sense, because, yeah, I saw somebody that, like, I guess in, you know, scrolling through these little blurbs said, you know, automated combat. I'm like, automated combat? I thought this was a fighting game or a beat-em-up. What are you talking about? So, you learn, like, different moves and styles, and you have little, like, slots. And so, before a fight, you can put in your moves, and then those are the moves that you use while you're fighting. Um, okay. And so, like, there's some moves, like, um, I was having a real bad problem with running out of stamina, so I'd, like, use all my moves and just, like, kind of stand there and get knocked to the ground. But I found this one move I learned, because you get this, like, skill tree, 
and where you don't do anything. <laughs> and it, it lets you, like, um, heal some of your stamina in the fight. So I, I put, like, uh, two punches and uh, that, then don't do anything. And then I started wrecking suckers because I wasn't running out of stamina anymore. That, so, yeah, you, like, you use a skill tree thing to rope-a-dope people. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just take a couple of punches, and then they'll be tired from over punching, and you can uh, you can take care of them after that. I like it. Yeah, uh, it's it's a pretty neat game. Like, and it's you know not too much. You're just using the mouse to click and stuff. You know, um, the writing is pretty silly sometimes. Um, yeah, it sounds like somebody really likes their '80s movies. Yeah, the sprite work is really good. Um, it would have been acceptable last week as well. Um, and it's just, I, it's a really cool game. I've had it for a while. It came out in like um, 2006, or not 2006, 2016. God, 2006, that would have crazy. But no, 2016. Yeah. Um, but I think I got it on a Steam sale or something. It's usually a pretty cheap game, um, but it's definitely worth checking out. That's um, cool. Yeah, I, I'm take, I'm captivated by it. Honestly, the number of screenshots that they have of your character boxing and uh, against a mutant alligator in some way <laughs> yeah. is enough to get me in, on board. Like, the the alligators obviously stand-ins for the Ninja Turtles because they have the uh, the different colored bandanas yeah. and whatnot. But like, just uh, yeah, you, you show me a sprite-based guy squaring up against a <laughs> fucking alligator in a boxing ring. I'm like, now we're talking. I fought the <laughs> so, blue one before the show. Thinking, are we sure this game isn't like a Florida-based game? Because honestly, I'm you know all this alligator boxing. It's like somebody read my fucking childhood. Yeah, like this is uh, this is wild, man. I, I'm into it. Uh, yeah, I'd I'd love to set the record straight on Florida. Yes, we box alligators. No, yeah. they're not particularly deadly. Like people yeah, only when they're hungry. People we're conflate waiting? alligators and crocodiles all the time. Crocodiles are vicious. Yeah, alligators, they're... they're all about the sport, man. They're pugilists. They're wonderful. <laughs> yeah, alligators only mess with you if you're if they're hungry or you fuck with them. Yeah. But, but crocodiles, they wake up wanting to just fuck people up. Right. So, yeah, you step into the boxing ring against an alligator, and he's like, all right, yeah, fair game. Let's do this, baby. Snap, snap. But, uh, you know, otherwise, I... yeah, you just kind of go about your business. <laughs> I cannot write. I cannot wait to read your memoir, John, <laughs> where you set the record straight. I was like to grow up in Florida and box alligators and crocodiles. It's that panhandle life, baby. It's just <laughs> I didn't choose this life. The life chose me. Have <laughs> <laughs> uh, you the Wakala River enough times? You, you befriend a few manatees. It's not legal to touch them, which is unfortunate. And then yeah, you box a few alligators. It's have, just how it goes. Have you ever seen manatees mate? No, I have not. They like get one gets up on the other one, like out of the water, and it looks really oh, yeah. odd. Like it's completely <laughs> right. out of the water, and the other. One's I feel like, like I've seen the aftermath of it, like the the, oh, the separation. The it's like what was? Oh. It's like what? No, yeah, exactly. All that manatee come. No, just fills the river. Uh, no, but like you know, it's like you see what it's like. What the fuck am I looking at? Then you see like a big splash, and then like later on down the river, there's a couple of manatees hanging out. It's like. What did I see? I, I, I don't understand this anymore. <laughs> I don't know what happened, uh, but I'm going to go shower. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Why am I sticky? Manny, you take a shower, I'm taking a shower. Let's all I just go our go, separate ways. I, I, I went in the river to clean myself off a bit, and I came out stickier than before. What the hell? <laughs> you think manatees have a lot of cum? <laughs> I mean, they're, I mean just, yeah, that's, they're big. That's what so they've I always said about manatees. Like, yeah. 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 They're big, they're puffy, they're young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the <a> subtitle. 
When a, when a mantee comes, okay, like the mantee's just full. <laughs> the mantee is just full of cum, right? That's why it's so puffy. And so when it does, it turns into a dolphin. That's Dude, what happens. Imagine, okay, yeah. If a manatee, like by coming, like gets like bodybuilder shredded and becomes like an actual seafaring mammal, a manatee. Yeah. So manatees are basically the opposite of blowfish. They just exactly. shrink super, super down. <laughs> they get incredibly, incredibly shredded. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so anyway, yeah, no, uh, you don't box any manatees in this game that Jesse chose, unfortunately. There's no manatee come in this game either. Arg. Uh, I like how you're talking about last week's episode going off the rails. Hey, uh, David, it, 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 we tend to go off the rails. It's just last week we yeah. had the excuse that it felt quantifiably drunker than normal. This week, it's par for the course, man. We're all from Florida. We we know a thing or two about yeah. manatee come, David. Don't <laughs> yeah. act like we're off the rails just yet. Yeah, we've all just seen manatees. You know, you've been up we've in Chicago, been city boy, and yeah. you, know, you haven't dealt with the manatees in a while. doesn't mean that Honestly, you're not, if, the not manatee Florida come boy episode at heart, was bound to happen sooner or later. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I once fell on a manatee. It's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Did it come? What? Did you slip on its cum? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, so like I was I was stepping on a bar of soap. <laughs> I was standing on a dock and I went to go lean against a, a piling and there wasn't a piling. I just fell off the dock and onto a manatee. <laughs> and there was a manatee there to break your yeah, ball. Right there. With his dick out. That's a federal crime shot. I was gonna say yeah, you I could be fined so. up to three thousand dollars for that. Yeah. 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 I fucking fell off a dock and you know hit this manatee with an elbow drop. Yeah. Like <laughs> what the fuck, John? He I wrestled a manatee. <laughs> No, John. We I used to box alligators. Johnny used to wrestle manatees. <laughs> no, you absolutely you fell off a dock and hit this manatee, and while you did, you had a boat propeller strapped to your elbow, so you know that's what those cut marks are from. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, dude. Johnny was vicious, man. He was a hardcore manatee wrestler. <laughs> you just like hit the manatees with light tubes. King of the manatee deathmatch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Throw the manatees in a river full of rubbing alcohol <laughs> to a table. <laughs> I want there to be a wrestler who's just a very overweight guy in a wetsuit who goes by okay. the manatee. Uh, yeah. Wait, <laughs> quit reading Johnny's diary from when he was growing up in Florida. Yeah, man, both y'all have really good diaries coming out. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we're killing the business with these diaries. And uh, Jesse, anything else on this uh, non-manatee boxing game? <laughs> No, it's, it's it's really cool. Uh, it's a great casual punching experience. I so. like it. Let's all join the punch club. And uh, Johnny, let's uh, let's just go ahead and punch it uh, punch it onto game two. Game two. Great segue.
Alright, so this game's entire environment was modeled um, based on a single painting by one of the game's directors. Who's got some guesses or answers? You say we don't have answers, bitch. <laughs> so let's see. Uh, Jesse says Last Supper '64, which is pretty good. Uh, John says Glover, <laughs> which no. And David has the correct answer: Manos, the Hands of Fate, the video game. I'm just kidding. That's not correct. seriously. Oh god. No, everybody, this is Firewatch. The first person game where you spend a summer in Wyoming uh, working and as a uh, fire park ranger, whatever you call them. Firewatcher, I guess. I don't know what the exact term for this yeah. is. Um, <laughs> fire lookout. <laughs> that's like that's that what it's called. <laughs> a fire lookout. Uh, any of you guys play this game? I'll take that as a no. <laughs> nah. Yeah, so this game has some pretty cool vibes and aesthetics. That's what I really like about it. Um, it's so it's 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 a first person game. Takes place over the summer, late '80s Wyoming, and um, it's one of those games where the story kind of unfolds as you play it through conversation, and it does an interesting thing where each day of the summer is like a chapter. It takes place at a different point in the day, so that's kind of how they deal with like a day-night system. Is some chapters will be like day four, will be like at night. God, so day what? There's five. like ninety chapters. No, I think there's like it's like seventy. <laughs> it's 
but they're pretty quick. They're all pretty short. Um, and it's kind of got that, like, sort of like a weird, creepy vibe to it because you don't really see a lot of other people throughout most of the game. Uh, what's so creepy about being alone, John? Yeah, you're alone in the woods. Uh, there's not even like a lot of wildlife in the woods. Stop so reading weird. my fucking memoirs. <laughs> I, I mean, what is the problem here, John? <laughs> this sounds just like my life growing up. You didn't just go out into the woods. What what kind of animal come is in this game? Um, I don't think there's a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> it would be. I mean, it is. It does take place in Wyoming, so it would be like grizzly bears. I think. I was gonna say, oh, if it's in Wyoming, okay. it's probably bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Although, bears. please don't search bear come because that's gonna give you something very very different. But also, is what it? are wildfires if not the cum of the earth? Like they just. <laughs> They, they like cover lava? the forest. Well, lava okay, is yeah, like, the lava's, is like lava's the more earth. accurate. Okay, yeah, so lava's the cum, and that makes fire <sighs> the stickiness of the earth. Where are you going, yeah, John? Okay, anyway. Fire is the regret. I, 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 I mean, sometimes I start a sentence and I really don't know where I'm going with it, so it's you, know, you just kind of got to get there. It's like, if, if the lava is the cum, which makes sense, then what does cum do to yeah, to me? What does it, it gets do, me what does cum do to you? Is that what you just said? It gets me sticky, and I have to clean up. The stickiness is the fire, yeah. no, and you got to clean up the forest. No, see, fire is what destroys forests and allows like life to come back. So fire, if lava is the cum of the earth, fire is the tissue of the earth. Thank you. There it is. I knew they were related somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Game three. <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I know you're trying to get out of having to talk about this, but yeah, don't do it just because David loves come. Um, Where the fuck did that come from? You started it. You're. I didn't start it. You started it. Who started it? I think that did Jesse start it? Did no. Jesse just? Did Jesse just get started on come and then quietly dip out of the conversation, leaving me and David to figure out what come is? I would never yeah. do that. No, that's what is come episode yeah. title. Yes. <laughs> How did you We're come to that conclusion? By now, <laughs> roll that yeah, beautiful cup footage. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's, the that's what I do doing. every every night after the show. <laughs> Although to be fair, titling our episode about hands, "What is Come," is pretty on point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, that's the toughest question to be asked by your younger sister growing up. What is Come? God, yeah. You know, are we just Wait. in the middle of that old Abbott and Costello sketch? Who came first? <laughs> Who came first? <laughs> the manatee. I love, I love the idea of like your younger sister coming up to you when you're like age twelve, like, Johnny, what's come? Go ask your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Go ask our mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is, so I'm coming with you. <laughs> oh god. Um anyway, so yeah, Johnny. You didn't play Firewatch. What's happening here? Yeah. No, no, no. It's just got a lot of hand action, which is why I chose oh, it. So yeah. it's I was not... going to say, what's, what's the hand action? Because I thought this was more of a walk around and look at shit game. Like, you just walk around and have conversations about, you also know, you, you miss your wife. and you, uh, you also pick up shit and interact with shit. So that's yeah. the thing. You see you, you, yourself, like, pulling a backpack off a tree or... Picking up a key, okay. or you know, you see the using the walkie-talkie. So Th that makes sense. Yeah, 
that's where the hands come in. Hands, you're right. I, I, I didn't say we, you know, I didn't say like, you know, I'm really trying not to be like, oh, how does this fit the theme? But it's like, I honestly thought this game was a game where you just walk around and fucking like get in conversations with people on like a phone. I, I didn't know if it actually featured hands. <laughs> it was like everything I saw about this is like, you know, Firewatch, the hot new indie game. I'm like, this looks. Oh man, I, yeah, that, that's a, that's a stretch. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm got, wary of some of these like storytelling indie games. And, it definitely you know, has a lot of atmosphere, which I I do like games with like atmosphere like this, right? Like this is what got me into playing Oblivion. You know, I mean, it's a totally different atmosphere, but there's a lot of atmosphere, right? And that that's what I like. No, and games. like it seemed kind of cool. Like just you know, you're alone in the forest, and you're up in the in the watchtower, and like you maybe see something off in the distance, and you're the only person there, and you have to go and walk and investigate it. And what happens yeah. in between? Then I assume you have some walkie-talkie conversations about how you miss your wife. Yeah. Uh, but like, you know, yeah, the, the the alone in the forest vibe is kind of cool. I just you know, I, I know more about myself now than I did when uh, this game came out, and it's like. Nah, I don't think I'm going for this. But don't you know? Don't think I didn't look at it and think that might be something I could play sometime. But that that train has sailed. I I know this is not a game that I would play sometime. <laughs> <laughs> but sounds cool, ish. You know, I'm sure I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that got it, vibed with it, dug on the story. I mean, that's that's the thing, man. There's just too many too many fucking games to play. Yeah. And so like you know, am I gonna which one am I gonna jettison? The one where you just walk around by yourself in the forest. That's probably a good candidate for me to not play. <laughs> I did. What One thing, unfortunately, about this game is um, I heard that the story overall is pretty good. And, you know, like, some good atmosphere and all that. Uh, but apparently the ending is pretty bad in, in or controversial. You know, just basically what? a lot of people were not happy with the ending of this game. Um, I looked it up and, Fucking yeah. spoil it, baby. What's the problem? <laughs> So the game kind of builds up that there might be like a government conspiracy going on, but it's really just like a homeless guy that's just wants to be left alone is really what the story is. Like there's a homeless guy and he kind of encroached on his turf and he's just was trying to scare you away the whole time. There's no okay, like, real conspiracy. I kind of love that. That's yeah, that sounds great. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for spoiler. I am going to go buy this now. <laughs> like, I'm not. Hell yeah. A game where you're just being toyed with by a homeless man? You, oh, you guys don't have any idea how much that sounds like my real life the last couple of months. Uh, yeah. It's awesome. Our, uh, you know, seriously, side story time. Our hotel has had a serious problem with a trespasser for the last couple of months. <laughs> like, th There's a young woman who keeps breaking into the hotel and like squatting in it. And we've been having to, like, try to catch her. She is so sneaky. Wow. And the cops were only able to give her, like, a warning about trespassing. And she finally got arrested this past week uh, at, you know, squatting in a different hotel. But, yeah, I've been dealing with a homeless person fucking with me for the last couple of months. So, yeah, Firewatch actually sounds pretty good now. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Like, is there, just, is there evidence there's been a homeless man around? Is there just, like, blankets in your stairwell? And, like, a couple of Gatorade bottles that you find. And it's like, who yeah. the fuck was here? What is this shit? Somebody breaks into your Firewatch tower, you know, and, like, wrecks it. Yeah. And, yeah, there's, like, a uh, you find a, a cave with a bunch of, like, camp stuff in it, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, in fairness to the homeless man in Firewatch, that sounds, you know, it, he, he has every right to do that. You're just out outdoors, right? Like, yeah. 
you should probably leave this man alone. So really, yeah. are you the villain of this game? Oh, I think this is another um, braid situation. It's a braid! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Jeez. It's, uh, man, I called it. Called that ending. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it all along. <laughs> Firewatch was the new braid. <laughs> uh you yeah, know, that's all I gotta should, say about this game. You see, you see a lot of hand action. There's, there's some good hand action in it. They should make another braid where you're chasing a homeless man. <laughs> yeah, just saying, braid two, braid. They should make a braid where you're just jacking off all the time. No, 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 then no. Let's get it. off of that. Let's, let's just move on from the jack off stuff and uh, focus people. more on. Yeah, the homeless people who don't, who never jack off. They don't have the time or the or the inside of a building. No, they're always jerking <laughs> off. I mean, what else are they gonna do? That's okay, true. Actually, three. very
Alright, the pilot of the legendary champion of this game is a cat named Milky. Johnny, stop making that face. Would anyone like an additional piece of trivia? Sure. Um, this is apparently the most widely available of this game of this system's 14 games. Cracking into the Ouya? I think it's cracking into the Virtual Boy. Son of a bitch. So, John Harrington says, Milk, the Sean Penn movie, The Game. Jesse says, Come. And John Regan, I'm sorry, what was that? Skadik, The Game? No, Skadik Toot Toot. Skadik Toot Toot. Um, everyone is incorrect. Uh, this is Teleroboxer for the Virtual Boy. Guys, some of us are going to have to score some points at some point tonight. This isn't going well. <laughs> David, David should have a point. Actually, he got a, he got the first game right. Yeah, he did. He did get Jesse's Wait. game right. He did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Damn it! I was really hoping this was going to be our first zero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm determined to have games with hands be the worst episode ever. <laughs> Uh, um, speaking of worst things ever, so Teleroboxer on the virtual point. See, that is a flawless fucking segue, David. Ten more points for you. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> um, <sighs> who here has played Teleroboxer on the virtual boy? Oh, uh. Da no. Like David, show your fucking hand. You own the you own the Virtual Boy. Tell us about Teleroboxer. I do own the Virtual Boy, and I forgot to go to my basement and get my copy of the game to prove that I had this. Um, but Son no, of a bitch. I do have this game, and of all the games on the Virtual Boy, it is one of the least bad. Um, hmm. It's basically <laughs> 3D, well, 3D Punch-Out. Um, you play, at, it's set in the future, and you play as a guy who pilots a giant, like, mech robot fighting other mech robots. So, you know how the, the arcade punch-out, you had, like, the wireframe Mac so you could, like, see through? It, 
it kind of does that where all you pretty much see are just the two hands and that and you see them like punching that so it's just your view of the game is two giant robot hands beating the shit out of another giant robot so you said there's a cat named milky in it so you go through there's seven opponents that you have to fight through um and the final like end boss opponent is a giant mech robot that is actually piloted by a cat named Milky. Oh, does Milky come at any point? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't believe so, but I know if you get, like, a flawless victory against (laughs) every character and then you beat the final boss. Does Milky pull out her six cat titties and escort you with milk? Also, how would you know if anything comes in a Virtual Boy game? It would be all red or black. <laughs> God, I always come in a Virtual Boy game. <laughs> it's just it only come with come my face in a Virtual black. Boy. <laughs> it's just bright red splooge. I mean, my cum is red and black. I don't see a problem with that. <laughs> Again, Jesse, please go to a doctor. Oh God! <sighs> oh, God. Um, I don't know. Really I don't upset. know if that deep really for... the theme for this episode turned out to be cum. That's not where I saw it going. <laughs> I was gonna say, Jack, I don't know if that's upset at Jesse bringing up cum again, or if that's upset that we're talking about the Virtual Boy again. I mean, it's both. I, I, Can't honestly, have though, one without the, the other. Virtual Boy comes up so. The, the virtual boy comes up so seldom. It's kind of nice. It's like, oh yeah, that you know, we've what's this? The second time we feature the virtual boy on the show? Yeah, it is. It's just exhausting. Mad Max? No, not Mad Max. Waterworld was the other. It, did we um, ever what? add the virtual boy? We didn't do Waterworld virtual boy. We did Waterworld SNES, oh, which has okay. a fucking awesome soundtrack. I was going to say, um, we ever add? Well, we I, we've done Virtual Boy before, right? But I don't think we yeah. have any Virtual Boy games on GT Radio yet. Like we tried, but it kept breaking. I added Virtual Boy Wario <laughs> Land to the radio, and it kept like crashing the stream every time it came up. <laughs> yeah, it, it knew. Just turns the picture red. <laughs> I was gonna say because like Virtual Boy Wario Land and Teleroboxer are probably like two of the three best games on the system. The yes. next is either oh. probably like Red Alert or maybe Galactic Pinball, and then after that, like the other ten games are just shit. You ain't got no love for tennis. I mean, it's all right, but it's just tennis. Like, there's nothing special or wacky or Mario about it. It's just fucking tennis. Yeah, you can't even come in it, uh, Jesse. That's on you, man. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. Tennis doesn't make you come, that's your business. Yeah. So Teleroboxer definitely sounds like a Spanish name. Like was this, was this made by Spanish developers? Cause Yeah, or like was was the original idea that you bought oh. against a telephone or something? Like the telenovela virtual boy game? Oh, see, I wanna answer that question, but really I just wanna go off on the telenovela boxing robot game because that sounds so much better. Yes. Um Tell us it's about that. actually based on because the game's set in the distant future, so they use these giant robots in life, and someone decided to make them fight each other, and they are telerobotics. So they turned it into teleroboxing. But no, now I'm just imagining like 
a flamenco dancing robot and a robot with like a giant mustache like trying to fight for the honor of the family. Yeah, that sounds really good. Uh, what's the Spanish word for robot? I believe... Roboto? That's the joke, I think it's just robot. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wasn't it be Robo? 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 Ro robo? Yeah, robot with an accent mark? <laughs> oh, Did you um, say Robot? I don't think it's Robot. <laughs> well, it's Robot. Well, the only reason I say this is because O is always a, a hard O in Spanish. Robote. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was mistaken. I looked it up and it is actually L Robot. Damn right. I'm into it. Um, That's my luchador name. I think it should be. I think we should all start new robot-based luchador careers. Uh, you know, we can get it going. There, there's sadly not a Spanish robot in this game, although they do have, like, kind of like Punch-Out, they do have every robot is from a different country. Um, so there's a there's an Australian robot that looks like a kangaroo. There's a French robot that looks okay. like a can-can <laughs> dancer. And there's a German robot that's, like, super industrious like super industrial designed that's being piloted by another robot so it's like yeah Gundam. <laughs> um sadly there's not a spanish robot so it really is like it really is like robot punch out though. yeah like that's uh i mean that's great I, yeah why is this not canon to the punch out series <laughs> like it's uh that uh, mike tyson gets a mech <laughs> that's what i'm saying mech tyson <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I know Nintendo kind of sweeps the Virtual Boy under the rug and everything, but really, some of those games could have been remade for the 3DS. Like, I would have played Tell mm -hmm. Roboxer 3DS. That shit would have been awesome. Hell yeah. I, yeah, I, I would have played, I don't know, the, I would have played another, like, uh, th I would have played through the Wii Punch-Out! Story Mode again. If after like uh, beating the world circuit and then you beat it again with their alternate uh, things like the special items, if you have to beat all the characters again but they're all piloting robots based on their nationalities, I would uh, I would have done that. That uh, that sounds really fucking good. Like I'm not sure what everybody's robot would be. Like what would King Hippo's robot be? Just a uh, mech hippo. I'm, yeah, I mean a, a big mechanical hippo. Uh, no, wait, I, I was about to make, like, an Ace Ventura when Nature, uh, when Nature Calls joke, but he was in a rhino, not a hippo. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, uh, okay, Soda Popinski's robot would obviously just be some big, hardened Russian robot that runs on alcohol. I was gonna say, would it just be, like, um, a robotic still? Like a giant vodka yes. still? <laughs> It would just—it would be the essentially that robot that the Russians had in Pacific Rim. It would be very brutal looking. <laughs> it would be that was pretty awesome. cool. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Like, yeah, there's there's a number of questions. What robots would be piloted by what Punch Out characters? I think obviously, uh, you know, Von Kaiser doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that could program a robot to pilot his own robot. So, uh, you know, it's 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 tricky, man. All these nationalities. I feel like Piston Hondo slash Piston Honda would just literally be piloting a Gundam. Hell yeah, he would. When he uh, steps back to do his like Piston <laughs> Honda dance and you know jump forward at you, like the the jets come out of the back. <laughs> Oh, it would be so dope. Uh, great Tigers robot could obviously teleport. Um, I kind of like the idea. Fucking, you know, what, like, I kind of like... There's somewhere I'm like, okay, so what's the what's the nationality really associated with this? Like, you know, what's, Bald Bull's from Turkey. What do you do with a Turkish robot? 
Game four. <laughs> Same game thing. You know, that's not five. a funny segue. I mean, I'm really asking. Okay. It's not Game it's 5, not. John. Stop fucking fawning Just over your one. new emoji face and fucking, you know, pay attention to the show, John. I'm asking about Turkish robots. I mean, I feel like... Well, the Mechanical Turk is a famous uh, con, if, if you know your history about cons. Um, are you familiar with the Mechanical Turk? I feel... No! I feel like a- it would be... John, I'm trying to answer his question and cut you off. I feel like it would probably be some kind of, like, steam-powered robot using, like, Turkish bathwater and, like, sauna to, like, make a giant-styled robot. I like it. I was thinking Turkish bathhouse, too. Yep, see? That's good. Yeah, so, like, a robot wearing a towel? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I can't compute. Oh, I can't compute it. you wearing a towel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't box right now. I'm very well. It's the, the Turkish robot fight is essentially just like the King Hippo fight, but the towel keeps on falling down. <laughs> Oops. So, oh god. Um yeah, no David, I'm glad that you brought this up. Yeah, there boxing seemed like a logical place for this episode to go. Um and stupid boxing especially. <laughs> so, like, Teleroboxer really takes the cake, man. I never that that shit never even crossed my mind. Cause how can it? It's on the virtual boy. How can anybody ever be thinking of this? Like, yeah, it's just oh, what a baffling fucking thing that was. Um, honestly though, the music wasn't bad. Yeah, that's. I gotta say, I, I enjoyed the the teleroboxing tunes. That's part of why I was glad to get it on the show. It's like, wait a minute, like at first I chose it because, oh, we'll talk about Virtual Boy. John will get pissed. This will be hilarious. And then I listened to the music. It's like, actually, that's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little 90s, a little funky. That'll offset the piss. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, I don't know why I have some reputation for hating the Virtual Boy. It's just, it's a silly fucking folly on Nintendo's part. Nintendo's known for those. I just recall I could, you, you know, being... be equally pissed about the Wii U. <laughs> I just recall you being very upset that we were talking about the Virtual Boy on the show. Like, don't bring this console onto the show. Because, yeah, it's, it, it really is just kind of like it's a taboo. It's a it's, pariah. Like, who the fuck? The, like, how are we supposed to retain people, like, viewing the show or listening to the show if we're going to, like, be so far up our own asses that we're going to talk about the Virtual Boy for any amount it's of Nintendo's time? It's Nintendo's Beanie Baby is what it is. What are you talking about? Beanie Babies were wildly successful. (laughs) What the fuck? Everything. Yeah, you know, because I have so many Virtual Boy Happy Meal toys, John. Like, you know, what on earth are you comparing this to? Like, what? (laughs) It's the Beanie Baby? Like, no, no, no. no. (laughs) Like... Yeah, dude, that's the that is amongst the worst analogies you've ever used on the show. And uh, I recently made a stinger about how bad your analogies are, John. Like, At least once yeah. per episode, John says something that just completely cracks me, and the phrase virtual boy happy meal toys just <laughs> seriously like Beanie Babies were a phenomenon. Virtual Boy was the opposite of a phenomenon, John. Like, it wasn't a fad. Like, if you ever watch those VH1, like, I Love the 90s shows, they don't talk about Virtual Boy. Because no one has any fond memories of it, John. The Virtual Boy was discontinued after, like, ten months. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, it was not a thing that happened. Like, it's uh, only on shows like this do we acknowledge that it happened. 
So, yeah. No, you know, it's it's not a one-hit wonder. It's a no-hit wonder. <laughs> like, yeah, let's, let's talk about bands that just never had a hit. Oh, wait, there's a reason we don't. Because we don't know who any of them are. <laughs> That's, uh... Wow, man. Yeah, like, okay, actually, yeah. So, Virtual Boy is, I think, comparable to, like, some of the worst television shows possible. So, what's a one season, wasn't even worthwhile, and, I mean, like, just, like, a shit show that got canceled The Michael Malley Show, canceled after two episodes. Bingo, baby. (laughs) The Virtual Boy is the Michael Malley Show of video game consoles. What about that uh, British show about Hitler? I was going to bring up the Hitler sitcom. Hitcom? Sitcom? Yeah, there was a... It was a British show, and it was like a sitcom where, like, your typical wacky neighbors, except the wacky neighbors were Adolf and Ava Hitler. (laughs) Wow. Okay, see, no, that's so audacious. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Okay, no, uh, you yeah, know, because, yeah, the Virtual Boy was audaciously awful. So, yes, the Virtual Boy is the Adolf Hitler sitcom of video game consoles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that needs to be a shirt. Wow. <laughs> it could just be Hitler with the Virtual Boy. <laughs> Blowing his own brains out. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Quick. The only colors Who's are red and black. Who's to say that Hitler wasn't playing Tellero Boxer when he took his own life? <laughs> Hmm? <laughs> Nine, I lost again. Um, yeah, I had to oh, look God. it up. It was Heil Honey, I'm home. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, okay, so we just found the episode title. <laughs> no, that's already a show title, John. That's copyright infringement. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it sucked, it belonged to someone, John. We have to be more, uh, more, more creative than that. Oh, God. Um, so, see you later, honey. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! I'm... That's definitely the Reich title. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Game four. Like that. You don't lose it, it ain't so bad. 
All right, guys. So uh, this game features two hidden opponents that can be fought by holding different combinations of the two yellow buttons and the start button. I can't get no satisfaction. What can't get no? You know the truth is the only real thing that matters. I can't get no satisfaction. And you learn to take it with no regrets Another day will come and I'll make it And that's the day you know I'll take it So as you know, luck goes by Passing me and went to the other guy And so he's fasting in his book And telling everyone the story Of how he took me down that day And with the belt, he walked away But I'm not mad, I'm really glad Cause in the end we became friends Cause How's everybody feeling? So God, good. I got nothing. Uh, so good. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe? Okay, everybody's got answers showing. Uh, so I want to thank our uh, requester on this one. This is our request this week. It uh, came to us in our Discord from Tasty Karma. Thank you very much, Tasty, for one of the stupidest requests we've ever gotten. Uh, nobody's right. Jesse says yellow cum. He's incorrect. David says Rayman Raving Rabbids 2, sadly incorrect, and Johnny has drawn a butthole. Um, also. I thought it was a sea urchin. <laughs> nope. Knowing Johnny, I just assumed it was a butthole. <laughs> uh, that's incorrect as well. No, uh, do you want to play the sound first and then I reveal the game, John? <laughs> No, this is an arcade game by the name of MoCap Boxing. Is that what Mortal uh, Kombat cool. is? Like, <laughs> no, that's, despite the name, and I almost use that as a trivia because so little trivia exists for this. This has nothing to do with the Mortal Kombat character MoCap. Uh, no, this is uh, this is MoCap Boxing, just made by Konami and released in arcades. And it's uh, you know it's a fun arcade thing, and the soundtrack is one of the stupidest fucking things I've ever heard. That was uh, it, it was awesome looking this up, like uh, just by chance I think uh, somebody I guess ripped the game soundtrack and uploaded it to YouTube like last week, and that's the <laughs> only shred of this game that I could really find. And I'm like. Well, thank God for you, random mocap boxing fan on YouTube. That uh, that really worked out for this fucking request. It might have been Tasty. So if Tasty, you're running that secret mocap boxing <laughs> fan account on uh, YouTube, you know, thank you for the for you know really following up on your request. Um, because yeah, this game it's cool. It's an arcade game where you step into uh you know a uh, fucking. Little, you got a couple little footprints that you stand in, and there's cameras around you, and you have some motion control boxing gloves, 
and you have to box, and that's dope. And you know, again, on the soundtrack, I have to assume they thought no one would ever hear this. It's it's crazy how fucking stupid the soundtrack is, and I don't like to rag on things like that, but it's bizarre. Like it's got like this decent undercurrent of like kind of funky, crappy music that maybe you can box on rhythm to. But then there's these lyric sections that just, like, they all hit off beat and, like, ruin the rhythm. And, like, it's not rap, but it seems like it should be based on the way that, like, it's not hitting the rhythm. Or, like, it's it's utterly bizarre. Like it's It's not rap, but they're not singing. They're just kind of, like, talking melodically over the yes. music. And not even melodically. It's like, you know, I, I wish I had ripped more of it and, like, given it, uh, like, the soundboard treatment so we could listen to some of it. But, like, there's this, like, like the replay sound. It's, like, a little bit of music, and then it's the guy going, Boxing! That's the name of my game! The name of my game is Boxing! That's my game! And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I love that it sounds like a 1930s carnival barker, too. This sounds... I mean, the, the way you're describing it, this sounds a lot like... Uh, the Cats movie. Oh, man. No, I mean, I don't want to talk about the Cats movie at all. I watched five minutes of that shit. <laughs> I watched you know, the I'm whole lucky thing. I'm still be alive. That explains a lot about you, John, honestly. And he has you been fucking, aching to bring it up movie. as soon as he can. Do those cats come? God. Um... No, fuck cats. We're talking mocap boxing. Not mocap boxing. There are no more cats boxing in this game. This is motion capture boxing, John. Um, and yeah, but yeah, so like I, the the music, uh, as I was listening to it to prepare for the show, and yes, I listened to the whole fucking soundtrack, and that guy keeps popping up with his offbeat, non-singing, non-rapping, just like talking about... And uh, and all the songs uh, are pretty much about boxing. <laughs> he says the word boxing over and over again, except for that last song, the credit song, where apparently somebody gave him the go-ahead to rip off Satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just the silliest fucking thing. Um, yeah, the thing I, I, that I was comparing it to, I, I was like, what is it reminding me of? And it's, you know that fucking song, One Night in Bangkok? Yeah. Uh, the 80s song fucking by, you know, what's the name? Taco? Uh, like, it's just, <laughs> it's, so there's a rhythm going on behind it, and then, like, there's just, like, you know, Taco talking about, like, playing chess. And then, you know, this, it's like, it's the same thing. There's a rhythm going on, and this guy's like, The other day I walked into the ring, and I fought a boxing match, and then we left as friends. And I'm like, what the fuck? Who signed off Samuel on Clemens? this soundtrack? <laughs> like, uh, it's, uh, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> and the game itself, I feel like I've played this at some point, but probably not. Because, you know, it, it feels pretty memorable. But I, I feel like this was one of those games that maybe, like, you you know, like, it's not the kind of game that would show up at your local arcade at all. Because it's enormous and elaborate and has, like, cameras in it. And, like, it's probably fragile. Um, but it seems like the kind of thing that would probably, you would see at, like, Universal Studios. Like, you know, there were arcades on the premises. And, like, you know, Universal is, like, where I have some great memories of playing fucking awesome arcade games. 
And I feel like this was one of those things. Like, yeah, this is the kind of expensive-ass arcade game that would have shown up in you know, a Universal Studios. And I would have given it a try. It would have cost like 75 cents and not been worth it. And I would have gotten my ass handed to me because it's a virtual boxing game. Like... You literally have to, like, move your shoulders and dip and dive and fucking use the motion control boxing gloves. Like, it's a cool idea. I can't imagine that, like, very many of them exist in the wild. It's just, like, it's... There's too much going on. This can't have been affordable for normal arcade owners. <laughs> like, I like that none of you guys have a jump in on this. I, I, you know, that's, I'm, I'm just floored. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. is this what yeah, it, is no... this what it felt like when I brought on DDR Disney Mix? Uh, no, because yeah, at the very least I could know those songs and hate them. Um, <laughs> yeah, this music's pretty uh, okay, you know. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is in a direct competition with DDR Disney Grooves for like how long? You know, just like banned from the radio. <laughs> bafflingly shitty. <laughs> like, you know, am I gonna am I gonna rip this and put it on the radio? Probably not. <laughs> I, I will, and I'll make you ban it. That's what'll happen. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll see to it that uh, <laughs> boxing. That's all my game. And the other day, I went to the boxing ring and I fought somebody, and we had a boxing match. Yeah. Boxing. That is literally like the kind of lyrical content that is in these yeah, fucking that, songs. That'll be great for anarchy mode. That's that's what this God is for. Damn it. But yeah, and so in terms of the two, uh, like the secret fights, you can hold down the different buttons when you start the game, and you can fight the referee, or you can fight the ring girl. Keith Richards. Oh. <laughs> you can fight the referee, or you can fight the ring girl. And if you fight the ring girl, it plays like a kind of sexy slow song from the game Silent Scope. So like, <laughs> why is it sexy? You're punching a woman. Exactly. Konami's what? weird, man. That, that's <laughs> the definition of sexy, guys. Yeah, but you're punching a woman wearing a bikini, Jesse. Well, I can't come that way. Right. Uh, you know, no one can, because you got these big boxing gloves on. They're not manatees. Uh, uh, I can't do it. God, if you could box a manatee, that, <laughs> and would, then come. that would really take it over the top. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> like, in the eventual game that tune... big manatee fins. <laughs> you could box a manatee In the eventual the game that tune, the video game, we need to have a boss that's a manatee that you box. I'm into it, quite frankly. And it comes now. Now, how how can a manatee kickbox? Uh, it give it, it just doesn't kickbox. It flip boxes. It doesn't. Yeah, go. it doesn't kickbox. It come boxes. Right. It comes in the box. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know, so yeah, I I don't know that I have actually played this game. It feels like the kind of thing. Like, yeah, as I was thinking about it, I'm like, am I mistaking this for the game where you just punch a punching bag as hard as you can? Fucking Dragon Punch? Yes, I think I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, did I play mocap boxing? No. Did I get drunk and punch the top of a Dragon Punch thing a bunch of times? Yeah. <laughs> I definitely did that. Did I I play like, when I got the request, I was hoping that's what it was. Like, Dragon Punch has a soundtrack? No way. <laughs> did I play mocap boxing? Oh, no. I definitely got drunk and wandered into a Dave and Buster's and just, just started beating some ass. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> that, okay, that's a better comparison than a fucking... Than like the Universal Studios elaborate arcade. This is highly likely to be in like one of every five Dave and Buster's at some point. Like this seems like the kind of dumb shit that 
someone mm. would trick a David Buster's GM into buying. Like, it, yeah, I, I just can't imagine anyone. Like, I wish we had had Pass Blaster on this episode. I want to talk about mocap boxing with an arcade owner. Like, just have him be like, "Ew, no, God!" <laughs> like, why would anybody have that? <laughs> That's <laughs> a terrible fucking idea. It does, yeah. yeah, it does remind me of like the late '90s VR, where you would pay five bucks for like one minute of gameplay on a VR headset. Oh you guys god. remember that? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. Talk, talk, maybe that's what I I'm thinking it. of. I'm thinking of Disney Quest. Yeah. <laughs> at least with <laughs> this, they're getting motion sickness. At least with Disney Quest, <laughs> it was included as like part of your ticket to Epcot, right? But like. I right. went to Aladdin's castle in Ginselford and paid five dollars for like one minute of 3D bullshit, and it was so stupid, <laughs> but amazing. <laughs> like I loved it. I, I loved every second of it. But like looking yeah. back, I was like, wow, that was a huge waste of money. <laughs> Big waste of money. You ever go to Epcot and ride the uh, the motorcycle thing that for some reason was Aladdin's magic carpet? No. Yeah, dude, I did that way back in the day. Uh, you know, I got fucking photo evidence of that. I'll have to dig that shit up. Yeah, uh, I, but yeah, it, they were having like a VR expo at uh, at Epcot, and as w- one of the things, it's like hop on this motorcycle. I'm like, all right, dope. It's like, and now you're on Aladdin's carpet. I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Do you have a VR carpet I can stand on? Like, yeah, I remember reading about the carpet thing when it came out, but by the time I made the Epcot, like it was gone. See, I thought stupid. you were talking about like, oh, Aladdin's magic carpet ride. It's like, no, that's at Magic Kingdom, and it's literally the Dumbo ride, just in a different <laughs> part of the park. Just carpets. No, this was uh, this was uh, you sit on a fucking motorcycle with like a revving button, and like face a screen, <laughs> and uh, because we all rev our carpet. carpets. You rev your carpet. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Every day I get down, uh, I grab a curl my carpet, I go vroom vroom with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I rip the carpet. dog loves it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so no, uh, mocap boxing probably better in terms of uh, like an augmented reality type experience than the the Epcot Magic Carpet motorcycle ride. Um, but you know, still probably pretty crappy. And I love actually the one thing. Yeah, I, uh, again, I showed some love to whoever was on YouTube that fucking uploaded the soundtrack, but also they seemed a little bit silly because they were like, I don't know why this never got ported to home consoles. I'm like, let me give you a couple of hints. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One, <laughs> this came out in 2001. It had its own dedicated arcade machine with motion control boxing gloves and IR sensors to track your movement. And when you're fighting someone, the screen that you're fighting them on is uh, a, uh, a vertical, a more vertical orientation than it is horizontal. So it's a large screen. You're standing vertically so you can see more of the opponent's body. None of those things were available in home consoles or home televisions in 2001. Now you can make like, a switch port and put the switch uh, screen sideways. Yep. Or long ways. Now we're and talking. Then have the little... Joy Cons as the punching thing. Be kind of cool. Listen, I'm pretty sure that you could do the whole mocap thing with the Dreamcast Maracas back in 2001. I'm like nine. I'm you could. sure. Yeah, but see, true. and still, ju- still, that's the thing. So yeah, they could have had mocap boxing on the Dreamcast if you just put some boxing gloves over those maracas. <laughs> but <laughs> the problem great. remains: who is going <laughs> to tip their TV on the side to fight somebody? Like, yeah, the whole point is you can have a full body standing on this vertical screen. Oh, like you could use those Peloton things. That's a good idea. So yeah, the Peloton uh, boxing. <laughs> I love the idea of just like, hey, do you want to go on Aladdin's magic carpet? Hop on this motorcycle. 
do you want to play boxing? Hold these maracas. Like, okay, you're just fucking with me at this point. <laughs> How does, this, tripping balls. how does this apply? I don't understand. <laughs> Summon a mocap much, boxing. <laughs> how much ayahuasca did I drink? <laughs> oh, man. God, I'm so sticky. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> this really is like... Uh, yeah, I, I was happy to get this request and have to look into it because I'm like, do I know what mocap boxing is? No, I don't. Oh, look, the soundtrack's here. Oh, wow. This... I mean... Like, American Idol Game Boy Advance has, like, probably taken the cake for worst soundtrack we've ever used on the show. But, like, this one feels so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just, I I can't get past it. It's crazy to me. Like, I I honestly do need to upload this to the radio now so more people have to hear it. Like, (laughs) people need to hear how fucking weird this soundtrack is. Like, I don't understand non-rap, like, not keeping a beat. At the very least, the beat <laughs> like, is something that has to happen in games. And this one, maybe maybe it's some next level shit. You know, like you know, if you're getting into like game, you know, music theory, maybe these guys were just fucking <laughs> like so out there that they didn't want to keep normal time signatures. I don't know. It fucking bog- it boggles the mind trying to figure it out. But uh, it's uh, it's really something. And thank you, Tasty, for the fucking uh, request. It's, you know, one hell of a request and just a baffling game. And for this baffling episode, I'm happy to have included it. And, uh, Johnny, I think we got to move on, man. Let's, uh, how many fingers on a, on an average hand? Uh, six? Four? Game five. Damn it, man. No. Ah. <laughs>
All right, guys. So during a, a certain dialogue scene, a character is whipped to uh, get him to pay attention, which causes him to f- uh, speak frantically, resulting in sped up text that uh, you can't really uh, read. But slowing down that text reveals that he is reciting a clown-themed version of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. So, how's everybody feeling? Pretty good. 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 Hey, look. Johnny drew a clown. Where's the penis? <laughs> uh, Jesse has the uh, very large umbrella answer of Ace Attorney. Uh, and David has the more accurate, correct answer of Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, Justice for All. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, David, my man, did you play the second Phoenix Wright game, Justice for All? See, what gave it away was I knew there was a clown Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in the Phoenix Wright games. So like, fuck, but there's been like six of them. Wait, which one has the whip? Because I know there's the Francesca Von Karma, the prosecutor with the whips. Like, oh, she's in the second one. Okay, got it. Um, No, I did not play this one. (laughs) Dang. Yeah, see, I've only just begun playing this one. I bought the trilogy on the Switch. I finally decided to give some money to Capcom, speak with my reduced price dollar. They put this shit on sale. I decided to drop a little bit of little coin in the Nintendo eShop. Let them know, like, yeah, sure, I'll play some of these. And, like, it was on sale. I think the sale's over now, so no point in really talking about it. But it was, like, it was 15 bucks for Ace Attorney Trilogy. I'm like, man, do I have five on each of these? Yeah, fuck it, I do. Like, at the very least, they'll turn out to be crappy novels that I read at some point, you know? Like, uh, so I decided to, to go for it, and I, I jumped into justice for all because i thought that i had played all of phoenix Wright ace attorney back in the day when i actually owned a ds turns out i had not so i don't really know what's going on in in the wider like phoenix Wright series story but i'm enjoying justice for all and i haven't gotten to the clown thing yet i've only gotten started i've only done like the first case and like probably two-thirds of the second case 
But, uh, you know, I'm kind of enjoying this, man. This, these games are charming, man. It's, uh... Really, uh, you know, something I wish I had gotten into a little bit earlier. Yeah, and it's funny too. Like, you know, you just gotta have things at the right time. Like, uh, you know, I wanted to play more games and actually complete games, and I feel like I haven't been doing that lately. So I decided, that, like, you know, I would uh, pick up some games that have definitive like endpoints, story-based games, not just spend my fucking life playing Super Smash Brothers over and over again. And it's like, you know, I'm going to fucking cop Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm going to get the Phoenix Wright Trilogy. I'm going to, and I'm going to play these fucking games. And it feels good to actually be like making progress through a game. <laughs> like, even though, I, yeah, it's strange. I kind of suck at the Phoenix Wright games and they're hard games to suck at. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm charmed by them and I think they're cool. But like, you know, I don't know if I would be a very good lawyer. Like, I, I feel like I'm lacking a certain, you know, like, killer instinct for these games. Like, you know, they asked me to present a piece of evidence to, like, contradict something. I'm like, well, obviously it's this. And they're like, no, that doesn't, no, that doesn't contradict anything. I'm like, it doesn't? You sure? And then, like, Wait, I sure. lose a couple of notches off my little, like, Phoenix Wright, you know, court case health meter. I'm like, fuck, I'm bad at this. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's too bad, man. Because, uh, you know, I, I'm charmed by them. I, I need these games to have an easy mode. I need to be able to just, you know, read these games and play them. Like, you know, or have them have voice acting and be played for me. Maybe a TV show or a movie is what I'm after. I mean, uh, they do have yeah. voice acting. It's just voice acting on, like, four words. Right. Uh, not enough, quite frankly. You know, I, I've got it on hold it and objection. I, I need it for the rest of it, too, but... I don't know. It's, uh, it's cool. So, David, I'm sorry, you, you did or did not play any of the Phoenix Wright games? I have played a little of the first one. The first one it has Miles Edgeworth, right? Yes. Okay, I've played a little of the first one, but I have not played the subsequent ones. And I feel kind of the same way that you did of... This is sort of a blind spot, and I'm upset that it's a blind spot, because they seem like really fucking cool games, and I do want to sit down yeah. and play them. Right. Um, that's pretty much how I felt, and I decided to finally bite the bullet and fucking do it. And uh, I wish I had uh, cracked these in the correct order, because like starting with two, uh, things have happened that I'm kind of confused by. Uh, you know, You say the first one has Miles Edgeworth, Spoilers for anybody that just plays uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney uh, Justice for All. Miles Edgeworth killed himself. Shit, so, I was just about to play this game. Yeah, and, yeah Johnny loves Miles Edgeworth. I love all the Phoenix <laughs> Wright games. I love anybody named Miles. You know, Miles Tails Prower. Okay, Miles Edgeworth, it all makes sense. Who so else? Two. Give me three. Does Miles Edgeworth have... How many tails does he have? Is it two? No? Okay. I can't give any more Miles characters. I don't know. I just Miles want to add for people listening in podcast form that we did not edit that. That was the actual pause of John and I just staring <laughs> angrily at Johnny. <laughs> Oh, it felt good. It felt right. <laughs> I know that... See, now I'm wondering if, like, the Phoenix Wright games go, like, the Spinal Tap route. 
because I know like every game there's a different prosecuting attorney. Like, do they just die in horrible ways at the end of every game? <laughs> Probably. Uh, they all suffer the shame of defeat in the courtroom at the hands of Phoenix Wright and kill themselves. That's probably what happens. You know, Miles Edgeworth, the prosecutor's like, you know, they're like the drummers for Spinal Tap. <laughs> uh, I love the idea, um, too, of, like, Francisca Von Karma about to win the case and she just spontaneously combusts. <laughs> yes. Because, yeah, apparently she's also, uh, you know, she's the daughter of a prosecutor from the first game. Uh, so that's the thing, I'm like... Fuck me, I really should have played the first game, because I don't remember, uh, you know, Mr. Von Karma, uh, her father, who was the, like, ruthless prosecutor in the in the original game, but, like, man, when Francisca shows up and she's got a score to settle, I'm like, now I'm into this. Because, like, you look at her little dossier, she's 18, she somehow at 18 has, like, a spotless record as a prosecutor, uh, she's determined to carry on her father's legacy, and she's a hot chick who whips people. She literally at one point whips the judge, <laughs> like to you know. She's just like she's a dominatrix in the courtroom, and it's really funny to me. <laughs> like if people start speaking at a turn, they get whipped, and it's really fucking funny. So you know, it it like this game kind of scratches that like Law and Order courtroom procedural itch, and also scratches that really stupid itch at the same time. So it's uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, I, I think maybe I, I would like it if Law & Order just had more people whipping people, honestly. <laughs> like, if Sam Watterson would fucking whip somebody from time to time, I'd still watch Law & Order. <laughs> I remember, like, when friends of mine were going off about these games, like, oh, you gotta play them, they're so great, and that's when I got the first one and started it. And it's like, oh, the characters are so good, like, Miles is such a prat, and there's this guy, Godot, who wears, like, this weird mask and everything. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Dope. It's like, okay, sure. It's like, yeah, and then you get, you know, Francisca. Wait, so it's this beautiful young woman in business attire who whips people? Now you're talking my language. Yeah. You know, uh, quite frankly, I'm completely into that. It's, uh... It, it's checking a lot of my boxes. It's it's just ridiculous. But um, yeah, so you know, I, I'm only in like the second chapter or whatever of the game. But like so far, it's fun. You know, at the beginning of the game, uh, you know, you wake up. It, it seems odd that they needed to do anything to explain the mechanics of the game. This is the second game. Nothing really has changed since the first game. You're it's a courtroom thing. But in the first case. Uh, you get hit on the head, and so Phoenix Wright wakes up with amnesia, so that basically his client the whole time is like, don't you remember? This is where you point your finger and say objection. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, this is, uh, uh, hold on, uh, hold it! Like, yeah, so the whole first case is, like, the game being re-explained to you, which it's like, was that necessary? Like, really, nothing, nothing really changed here. Like, it could have just been a, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like it as a, as a storyline. Like, you get clocked, and you get amnesia, and you have to defend somebody with amnesia. And Phoenix, like, I guess I'm a defense attorney. I guess I should pound my hands on the desk and say, hold it. I don't know. I'm just, I feel compelled to do that. It's, so it's Phoenix Wright gets bonked in the head, and that is the equivalent <laughs> of Samus Aran with a suit malfunction, so she can't use any of her power-ups. <laughs> exactly. Or, <laughs> but, you know, Samus has a commander being like, Samus, you idiot, fire the missiles. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, oh, right, fuck, I have missiles, sorry. 
Um, but yeah, so it's it's fun and like I I feel like I've got a good feel for the game, but I feel like I also just fuck up a lot, and it sucks because you know it's like uh, I get like the the cross examination stuff, like you, you know, it's just you you hit them and you press them on like everything and ask them questions, and then it's like you know you really need to find out something about like this guy's you know his, you need to find out what he knows about the murder weapon. And then you have to present some evidence to contradict it. And I feel like I, I'm bad at presenting evidence. And it's when you're presenting evidence to contradict something that your meter is in danger of being depleted. And if you deplete your meter all the way, you get a, you know, your client gets a guilty verdict and you get a game over and you have to restart that chapter. And I'm not saying that I want the game to just be a visual novel where I have no danger of failure. But... I kind of wish the game were just a visual novel where there's no danger of failure. Like, you know, it, it's fucking me up. Like, I, I had a couple of cases, you know, times in the second case where it's like, okay, well, I presented the four wrong pieces of evidence, which all felt right, but, like, it got me the wrong answer, and I got a game over, and now I have to restart this chapter, which means essentially skipping all the dialogue until you get back to where you were and trying to present the right piece of evidence. It's, you know, it's kind of... I feel like they shouldn't have had a game over mechanic attached to this game. That's just me. Uh, like, in the second case, uh, there's, like, a... So a guy's been murdered, and him and the supposed murderer are the only two people in the room, and they give you a diagram of the room. And they say, he was here, and she was here. Okay, cool. And, like, they show you on the diagram where they were. And then it's like, oh, actually, she had a bullet hole in her, you know, big fucking kimono sleeve. And it's like, all right, you know, so show us in the room where she was. I'm like, you just showed me the thing. She was right here. And it's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But I lose like two meter points off that. I'm like, okay, so she was closer to here. She was at this different trajectory. It's like. I don't know what the accuracy, like, the necessary accuracy for placing, like, this little icon and being like, here's the evidence, was, but I lost, like, the whole case on this thing. <laughs> and I had to, like, Google the thing. It's like, just tap the, th like, tap the wall, and that's where she was standing. I'm like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. Fine, fuck it. Like, <laughs> if you say she was standing by the wall, she was standing by the wall. Fine, there, okay, look. Oh, she was standing by the wall. That's why she has a bullet hole in the sleeve, because she got shot at. Like, there are little touchy things like that that make me feel like there shouldn't be a meter at play in this game. <laughs> but, in general, I got the fucking pressing down and I can get information on these people. There's, like, a new mechanic where if they're telling a lie or, like, withholding something, uh, you can, like, use a stone to, uh, you know, it shows, like, a lock around their heart. And you can, like, do little puzzles to unlock the truth. Like, if they're... Does if, it if they're willfully telling a lie, you can, like, you know, do a little thing, and it's like, uh, you know, do you mean this? And they're like, oh, you're right. Yeah, I can't tell a lie because you have a magic, mystical Japanese stone. It's like, all will, right, dope. Will the stone make them come? Because, like, what if you're lying? I know we're just going for, like, completionist sake on the bit, but, like... <laughs> yeah, you gotta go to completion, completionist. John. <laughs> yeah, build towards Don't completion. Don't blue by yourself. All over your belly. Hmm. God damn it, I've lost my train of thought. 
We broke him, guys. <laughs> yeah, but you know, between the fucking lag took, took and the you know <laughs> fucking real insistence on the cum jokes, you fucking you know, you literally <laughs> emptied my mind. You unlocked All my over fucking his face, heart, neck and chest, and I can't, uh, I cannot tell a lie. I'm fucking exhausted by this bit. So, yeah, fucking Johnny, start the calculator. Calculating computer activated. Computers beeps boops. Uh? Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. Yay! <laughs> Since nobody else wants to say anything at that time. Oh, I thought there was lag. <laughs> Congratulations, David. Thanks. Well done. At this point, I won't tip my hand about whether it's lag or whether I'm just finished with this episode. But you're the only person that scored points, so you're the only logical winner of this episode. Wait, really? I'm the only person with points? Congrats. Yeah. This is one of our two, worst zero, episodes zero. of all time. Zero. Johnny and Jesse have seen to that. This is, you know. Uh, David, what do you got in mind for a theme for next week? Um, I was thinking it would be good for everybody to just kind of take a little break step away from everyone else and we focus on some single player games yeah I like that that's what I've been doing so you know you're right in line with uh, where I'm at right now David I appreciate that third ace attorney <laughs> game coming next week and man will I have more things to say about it <laughs> cool great pick no questions about that one that's much less stupid than Games with Hands. I mean, I didn't want to say that Games with Hands was a stupid theme, but I, I felt like single-player games was a pretty good theme. We haven't done it in a while, and, you know, it's the holidays, but nobody's traveling, so what are you playing by yourself? Yep. <laughs> no, I, I'll tell you what I'm playing by myself. <laughs> David, take us home. I'm disappointed you just pick games without hands <laughs> as the theme for next week. Yeah. As soon there. as you sent me that link, it's like, oh, you should do this. Like, yeah, I thought about that. No. <laughs> Wait, John, are you serious? You want me to end the show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's not how it... You won. All right, cool. Um, I was not prepared for this, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you to all our uh, live viewers. Um, definitely want to give a shout out to our requester who replaced placed the request in the discord um that was tasty karma in our discord you can always give out um requests there uh in our discord channel follow us there we love chatting we love hanging out with you guys you can also send requests to us on twitter at game that tune uh you can follow us individually you can follow john regan on twitter at jp regan jr you can follow jesse moore on twitter at sega underscore legend you can follow John Harrington on Twitter at at cumgutters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and you can follow me on Twitter at dfdfleming. And I definitely, definitely want to give a shout out to our super fan tier Patreon producers: Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, and Mork. Thank you guys so much for keeping everything in this show awesome. And since I have won, I am closing out with the bonus tunes. And I wanted to go with a fun song from a single player game 
also about hands and punching. It's the major circuit theme from Punch-Out Wii. Alright, David, thanks for the bonus tunes and peace out, everybody. Club is copyright 2016 Lazy Bear Games. Firewatch is copyright 2016 Campo Santo. Teleroboxer is copyright 1995 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Mocap Boxing is copyright 2001 Konami Computer Entertainment. Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Justice for All is copyright 2007 Capcom Company Limited. How about. <sighs> <laughs> All of you refresh except me. I'm tired I'm of refreshing. this. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps. What was that, John? <laughs> what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> it's like I'm, in, I'm landing this fucking air, air crash. Yeah, I, I missed it. I was refreshing like I was asked to. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, literally everybody's lagging. I'm trying to ignore Jesse's cum joke, and you just start the goddamn calculating computer? Cum what is that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't escape the cum. 
I was bringing home for the landing. On these beautiful segues. It, you know, the fact that you don't understand what's a beautiful segue, John, after all this podcasting, <laughs> just, you know, it's very telling to me. Um, 